0: everybody and welcome to episode 36 of the rxp podcast i'm your host today tiffany and i'm joined by alex
1: i don't have an intro prepared today so this is the intro
0: and matt
2: (laughs) what's going on
0: So, of course, you know, tuning in, um, RxU Podcast is the podcast where three working professionals talk about their love of video games, movies, and TV shows. And boy, do we have an episode for you today, because guess what? I'm at the helm, and we're talking about one of my favorite things, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe so this episode is going to be about untold stories whether they're prequels or extended universe situations that we want (laughs) to know more about and you know one might ask what prompted the topic of the show well everybody july 9th we finally get the black widow movie i am stoked whether you're going to the theater finally for the first time in over a year or deciding to play that pay that premium cost to watch Disney plus at home, the public will finally get to see Black Widow in her own story. I'm excited. What about you guys? How much is
2: the Disney plus premiere is it thirty dollars?
0: Correct mm. 29.99. And yep. you only watch change? it once? Nope. You can watch it as many times as you please. You can literally watch it every two hours if you want for the rest <laughs> of your life as long as you pay for a Disney Plus subscription.
1: Wow. You know? Because yep. the, the thirty dollar premium access is just giving you advanced access to it on Disney Plus. So essentially you're paying thirty dollars for the extra like two to three months in advance of it actually being available. Mm-hmm.
0: Correct. And actually, they've announced that the movie will be free to all Disney Plus subscribers in October. So, you know, go to the theater, you know, local costs could be like anywhere from eight to, you know, $16 a person. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, stay at home with your subpar sound system and watch it on your 42 inch TV, you know, for $30. There's a lot of choices to be made. Or Or do both. No,
1: just just no, be patient and wait to watch it for free in October if you have Disney Plus already. That is
0: that is not a playing choice. the long game. That is... Alex,
2: are you going to wait till October? Uh,
1: maybe I don't know. I'm not based on what I, the trailers and the story that they're telling. I'm not super interested. Slash, the story doesn't seem like I need it now. Like it's like a story mm-hmm. that I need to be up to date on because something else is immediately happening in the near future. So I think Mm -hmm. like the details don't seem to be too necessary for at least for me to get me be like I'm day one, whether it's at home or in the
0: theater. Well, to be completely honest with our listeners and to Alex, there's a chance there's a hot chance that I will see it on the Thursday and pay for it on Disney Plus. But that's a whole nother story. You know what, Alex? Why don't you tell us? You say that you don't need this story right now what story do you need right now
1: well i don't need it right now but a story
2: i would like to know more about
0: (laughs) why are you trying to kibosh on my segue that
2: was Uh, an awesome segue thank you i I was just admiring it from afar i was like i know where she's going yeah great
1: i i need to recontextualize it for me so i know we are getting a hawkeye show
0: Correct. Right.
1: That's already in the works on the way with Haley Steinfeld, right? Kate Bishop. You know, we're, we're getting more Hawkeye story. But the Hawkeye story I want to know, which they teased, they didn't tease at the story, but they teased at what was happening, was Hawkeye during the snap. And specifically, mm, I'm nice. talking about okay. Hawkeye becoming Ronin or the identity of Ronin as we come to meet him at the beginning of Endgame. And so. That story and that what happens kind of during that five-year period where, you know, the world hasn't, the population yeah has been cut in half, right? People are missing and then what's left. And I want to know kind of Hawkeye's journey to becoming Ronin and kind of like the despair and everything. And I know we kind of see a lot of that reflective of his character in Endgame itself, but I want to see kind of that ramp up to, you know, his realization of what happened and also his kind of gradual transition to being like, I need answers or I need some sort of closure, and him, you know, becoming this more ruthless type Ronan character.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the reason that he starts going on a vigil vigilante spree is because he's like, why are these villains spared from the snapping, and my entire family was dusted, you know. Mm -hmm. seeing him come to grips with that would be pretty interesting and i feel like it'd be action-packed
2: yeah i feel like he's the first person that came to mind when we picked this topic i was thinking hawkeye like we he comes in like already an agent and Mm -hmm. i was like i wonder what that would be like before all that but then i realized it would probably just be born legacy and we already have Jeremy Renner in that so i moved on with my (laughs) thought process (laughs) that's Um, fair the one that I think would be really, really awesome, which is also kind of a right in the middle of two pieces that we get in the MCU mm-hmm. um, that I'd love to fill in is something that was teased about in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, which was that they kind of dropped uh, kind of like a, a little hint of what happened to the Winter Soldier while he was getting uh, healed in Wakanda and mm-hmm. kind of unbrainwashed and they called him white tiger and i feel like it would be oh yep sorry yep white wolf um i just looked that up too because i was like was it white panther or was it white wolf what (laughs) what dog was it what cat i don't know what is it (laughs) um but still got it wrong which was like yeah still got it wrong um you know it's kind of like a a title of respect to Wakanda, and I would love to see how he earned that because there's probably an awesome story mm-hmm. and probably a really good villain. I feel like when we're talking about these and whether or not they should be like a TV show or a movie, how we'd want this filled in, I feel like this could definitely be a movie where there's probably a, a large event that happened uh, with Wakanda and maybe uh, Black Panther wasn't there at that time. Um, and it's a way to kind of get to see Wakanda as a setting while also kind of going around Chadwick Boseman not obviously being in this role. Right. um, I feel like, because it's also very unfortunate, you know, that Chadwick Boseman has passed, Mm -hmm. but it's even more of a terrible thing because Wakanda is such a beautiful setting and a setting that I would love to get more into. I loved Black Panther 1, and I am excited for future iterations, uh, but I think this would be a cool little little. Idea now that we have this um, kind of reinvigorating um, side of Winter Soldier, and we can kind of see what made him into this kind of calm and cool and collected guy that was in that show. Um, and so that would definitely be probably my number one pick for what kind of like prequel or middle cool, not sequel, not prequel, but kind of in between.
0: Right. Um, you know, when i was thinking about this topic i really really knew my right away that my first um dive into the mcu that i would love is a how groot and rocket became a duo Mm -hmm. like i want to know did you know first of all it'd be really interesting to hear a rocket origin story was he abducted from Earth? Like, was a raccoon abducted from Earth and then experimented on, you know? Or mm-hmm. what? Or does he come from a planet of, you know, anthropomorphic raccoons? And then how did Groot or what is the Groot civilization? What is that like? Like, are they all Groots? Does everyone, do they speak a different language? And then Groot just learned the phrase, I am Groot. I don't know. But, you know, in um, Endgame, Thor can understand Groot because he said Hmm. he took an elective when he was studying in Asgard. So there's just a lot of questions. You know, I just want to know more about the Groot, you know, (laughs) beings and how they came to be slash how they communicate, slash how they procreate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so intrigued. Uh-huh. Plus, you know, how did those two, the unlikely pair, the big silent type and the loud mouth dude get together? You know, wouldn't that be, f- mm-hmm. and it's a jaunt through space, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff there. And then, um, another kind of topic or, like, kernel of an idea for a movie or even show that I would love to see is the Collector and the Grandmaster. Okay. Like, so is Because they're related, right? Yeah, they're brothers, I, I believe, and they're called, like, okay. elders, and they're just, like, really old. I just really... I kind of just want to... Like, what are they? I you don't, they're like they're really
2: old they're so just I, really like, old they really want to study them yeah
0: i just want to know <laughs> and like they choose the same kind of lip makeup like is that are they born with that is that a tattoo it's a yeah is a birthmark like
2: so what are the elders do we know what the elders are
0: there's a lot of stuff in the comics about it i only know the term okay the elders because you know for for audience i am a very big marvel cinematic universe fan i am not so much in the weeds with the comic books however i do read a mean wikipedia page when it comes down to it you know what i mean um
2: do they have any interaction with like the eternals yes supposedly okay okay so maybe we'll get a little teaser for that because, I, like, I'm assuming, like, going back to Groot and even going back to Alex with Hawkeye, like, that show might, like, the Hawkeye show might let us know what happened when he was Ronin. But mm-hmm. like, it might do, like, flashbacks. Flashbacks. Or, you know, like, flashbacks is kind of the easy way. I don't know how much we really need a f- Hawkeye. I feel like it would be an awesome show, though. It would be almost like a crime show. Um, but I feel like that could really use, especially since they already have a show coming for, like I feel like that could really benefit from just some, like some flashbacks. Because honestly, he's like the most vanilla <laughs> hero <laughs> in the mix. Um, but as far as the Collector and uh, the Grand Master go, I really just don't understand like the hierarchy of all these things. Like there's yeah. the Elders, there's the Eternals, then there's that like whatever Ego is. The Celestial. Ego. Okay, yeah, and like so, put celestials in the mix, and like I, I really just need someone, which I'm hoping we get to, is like they just draw it all out. Hopefully, the Eternals, they just take their time. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what they can do in a movie.
0: Yeah, I'd love to know about the creation of the universe. You know, like that'd be really cool. Yeah, Alex, you got another kind of deep dive you'd love to know more about?
1: So it's funny you mentioned the Grandmaster because the other character, I guess, set of characters I would like them to explore, probably in a TV show is the best format for this, would be the Valkyries and specifically kind of their fight with Hela and also obviously Mm -hmm. that led to the destruction of most of the Valkyries as well as kind of... uh, And I looked this up, so apparently the Valkyrie... Uh, in Thor Ragnarok, specifically, is referred to as Scrapper One Forty Two. So, kind mm-hmm. of like Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie, and how her, how she got to that planet and just became this Scrapper type character. And so, that could just be like the extension and like lead up to what she meets uh, Thor and Ragnarok. But yeah, kind of just that struggle in a TV show setting. Obviously, it's the similar idea where we kind of know the outcome in terms of like, right, they, you know, I guess fail to defeat her, they seal her away. And then, you know, but specifically it's like, so now what do the Valkyries do? I don't know. Let's scatter them and then they just do random like side jobs because they're not needed anymore or something like that. But I think mostly that comes from, you know, Thor's interaction with her. And I really like how Tessa Thompson uh, portrayed that Valkyrie and kind of her contributions to that movie in Ragnarok in particular and also, you know, eventually Endgame where she does reappear again very briefly. And so I'm definitely interested in kind of the Valkyries. And uh, and also it's another reason if these are a elite group of warriors, you know, obviously if they got destroyed, the idea in that of that conflict is very intriguing to be like what power. And obviously it's Hella, but what power out there was strong enough to actually take on this group of powerful warriors?
2: Mm hmm. So would you rather it be the lead up to the battle or it starts with the battle and then kind of like the aftermath of it?
1: That's a good question. I think I'd rather have it be it starts with the battle and then like the fallout kind of like how do they transition from what this like cataclysmic event was to the group? And then kind of how they, you know, whatever, go their separate ways, right? Because obviously we only know of this one Valkyrie, but there could be other Valkyries that went off to other planets to do other things or, you know, that maybe stayed on Asgard and like somehow died or something. So I think it'd be cool to see that period because, you know, I don't want it to just be that typical. We start it with the beginning of the conflict and then you know that they're all going to get wiped out and it's not very interesting because the ending has already kind of been foretold, but I want to see what that interstitial time of post that known ending into the lead up of something where we've already seen before.
2: Yeah. Because they also like don't really go into, well, maybe they do, like how they sealed her away. Like they show the one shot where Hela kind of like throws a bunch of spears at like all the Valkyries Mm -hmm. on their like Pegasus. (laughs) like whole troop Mm -hmm. and presumably like killing everybody but it'd be cool to see like if there's more story in between that like all those spears being thrown and her being sealed away like maybe at the very beginning of the battle like a majority of them die from hella but maybe she survives and maybe she has like an integral part into sealing her i feel like that might be like a cool little like thing to it but yeah i kind of agree like doing something more because like how did they even get there? Like, did, was it kind of like when Thor got thrown off and he just ended up being in that scrap pit? Like, all that would be really cool.
0: I'm really hoping that in Thor Love and Thunder, we'll find out mm-hmm. Valkyrie's like given name or she'll choose a name for herself because even in Endgame, Hulk like calls her Valkyrie. And it's mm-hmm. like, isn't a Valkyrie a unit or a type right, but, of Asgardian? But-
1: but in terms of like if she's the last one then she has become the valkyrie right but we don't we yeah. don't know if she's the last one so hopefully a show can also answer that
0: yeah you know honestly i think the thor like the asgardian like storylines are just so interesting and um i really want to have this could literally be a web like a web clip or something but I want to see the reenactment of Thor and Loki when they were children and Loki turning into that snake that Thor was really interested in like when he that story he told in Thor Ragnarok he's like Loki turned into a snake and he knows I love snakes and then I picked it up and then he changed and stabbed me like <laughs> whole thing i just really want to see that happen somewhere like i just need to see Mm -hmm. it because it sounds so hysterical
2: i feel like it would be good to limit that so like maybe a short clip sure like even if it's in loki like if they could somehow sneak that in yeah um but like honestly the one series i definitely don't want to do a prequel to and I'm meaning like before the first movie is probably Thor because I honestly don't like Thor in the first movie at the very beginning. He's like super pompous and like kind of an a-hole and I just don't want that Thor. Like I like the Thor we have <laughs> Thor Ragnarok like seeing All that character development
0: that he even went even
2: Loki like I like Loki the, where he's at at the end and so I feel like. I would hate to go all the way back because I really don't want to see what leads up to him being, like, this guy that thinks he knows it all and is, like, great at everything. Like, that to me isn't super, super interesting. Just because I feel like Thor probably went through one of the biggest character growth arcs of the MCL. Mm -hmm. Because he went from a guy that was just like, oh, okay, he's literally, like, a Norse demigod. And then now it's like, oh, he's funny and he's, like hilarious and
0: he's gone he's, through growth
2: thor you know what i mean yeah. like he's got the long hair and the beer belly like it's hilarious um but yeah yeah that's probably the one series i probably wouldn't want to go before if that makes any sense
0: well i'll do you one better one another mcu property that i don't want to go prequel is F- spider-man As much as I love Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider-Man, I don't need to see Uncle Uncle Ben die again. And honestly, I'm really glad that we moved past it. And for anything, it's literally because we've seen it so many times before.
2: The bone saw. Remember from Spider-Man 1? No?
0: No, I don't. No.
2: You don't remember?
0: No, I don't I don't remember. Oh wait, is that the boxing or the wrestling? Yeah. Thing? Okay, I do yeah. remember. I Oh my gosh. I do remember.
2: Maybe you do need a reminder. <laughs> of what happens?
0: Um <laughs> no. I don't. Um
2: I'd I'd love to see kind of some more of Spider-Man though. And I'd love to see kind of another take, like maybe not a prequel, but I loved Miles Morales. And Into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. And I would love to see it become like an in-person, like live-action superhero. Yeah. Just to be added into the mix. I think that would be really cool. Which, like, Miles Morales is supposed to be younger than Peter Parker. So this Peter Parker is already kind of young. So maybe it wouldn't work out. But, like, I would love to see Miles Morales on the big screen. I think that would be really cool. And I feel like there's so many different character arcs and villains that are specific to Miles Morales... Uh, like the Prowler and everything that we've seen in Into the Spider-Verse, I would just love to see that play out uh, for people that may not want to watch a cartoon. Like there's so many people that are like, ah, if it's a cartoon, I'll probably skip it. Like I'm not into that sort of thing. And they're missing out because Into the Spider-Verse is like one of the best stories out there. Yeah. So I'd love to see that.
0: I would agree. And I mean, they're setting it up because um, Donald Glover played the prowler in yeah. spider-man homecoming. Yep. So, you know, he, you know, the scene with uh Peter Parker, he was like I have a nephew he's in this like area. He's just like an arms dealer. Yeah, he's like yeah. I have an I have a nephew in this area and I don't want guns in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Um another story I think that would be kind of neat. Do you guys remember Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and how we like saw all the different Ravagers? And like we even saw a different group of guard or like a different group of Ravagers. Yeah. Yeah. I think seeing one of their stories might be interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd even take a cartoon version of that. That's like MCU canon. Mm -hmm. I think that would be.
1: Neat. As of right now, like, there's no announced plans to, like, include those actually. Or was that meant to be, like, a teaser? And then we will get, like, they are planning to do something with that group of characters. Because they got, That's like... R- I mean, Sylvester Stallone is a pretty big name to get for just, like, 10 minutes of screen time, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't know. And the fact that Michelle Yeoh was also one of the ravagers in that and now she's recast in shang chi i don't know how that (laughs) would work yeah um you know as much as like the mcu seems to they rarely recast or like reuse actors and actresses um unless i feel like unless their parts were kind of small enough or if they were just in full body makeup and they were unrecognizable a la Gemma chan Mm -hmm. um But I think it was just to kind of flesh out the Guardians universe a little bit, which is why they brought the Ravagers. But I would like to to know more about them in terms of Hmm. the MCU universe.
2: Yeah, like maybe the ones we care about, like I feel like most of the other Ravagers were like super one note. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like savages. Yeah. Um, And borderline disposable. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it'd be cool to see how Yondu became a captain of his ship. Because, like, I care about him. And I'd like to see, like, maybe leading up to him taking this bounty from Ego to go pick up Peter Quill. You know what I mean? Like, that being kind of the end of it. Yeah. um, Just, like, he can be, you know, with Sean Gunn's character. who's just, like, his first mate. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that would be a pretty sweet film. And maybe you could flesh out that whole universe and, like, Sylvester Stallone can come back um, and be, like, still muscular-looking, even though he's, like, 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that'd think kind of cool.
0: That would be cool. And, you know, honestly, I really like how the MCU is branching out in their Disney Plus streaming shows to give us the quote-unquote prequels or, like, extended stories that we need you know considering mm-hmm. now that the marvels is going to include monica rambo kamala khan and you know carol danvers all together having the miss marvel show was their third person to introduce us to kamala khan is really good and i also you know we i really want to find out what happened between monica and carol you know
2: gotcha yeah. Yeah, that would also be awesome. Actually one prequel that I would love to see or maybe not prequel, but after Miss Marvel up into Endgame, do we ever see Miss Marvel anywhere? Or sorry, Captain Marvel? No. Um because because I think that would be really cool. Like what did she do during that time? Like obviously she's probably going way deep space and like she has this random pager that like she's waiting for Nick Fury to like get back to her and like how, where was she at? Like it would be awesome to see kind of her adventures. Like we know she got a haircut, but that's about all we know, you know, like that's, that's all we can kind of get from the context clues. And she was a cool character and um, I was fine with the movie. It's not like my favorite movie at all, but I think that Captain Marvel brings such a weird setting that's different from the rest like you could put it in the same like aspect of like thor and guardians of the galaxy like Mm -hmm. very cosmic and alien and maybe there's like more kree things because i feel like kree is just a underutilized race right now which Mm -hmm. i think maybe it's going to be more utilized in the future but like that would be cool just to see that Uh, maybe that's what captain marvel 2 is about but who knows we haven't really heard anything about that so yeah
0: yeah just got the logo and we know what maybe a few of the characters characters are. But Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, Disney just keeps on giving. So we, we have like more than like fifteen shows coming out to really flesh out the MCU. I'm in love mm-hmm. with the fact that all of those shows are gonna be canon. You know, it's a shame oh, yeah. that the Marvel and Netflix collaborations didn't really get into the forefront there but you know Mm -hmm. disney plus is where it's at right now
2: oh yeah i would love for them to bring back the revengers like (laughs) daredevil and Luke. you mean the defenders or defenders sorry not revengers defenders (laughs) matt Um, also (laughs) the revengers
0: up all your words today
2: Uh, that's okay it's whatever (laughs) um but yeah luke cage and daredevil jessica jones um They could probably keep Iron Fist. That's fine. We don't need need that again. Um, Maybe recast him. um, But bringing them all back, that would be really awesome. Um, The last one that I have on my list is something that I think would be really cool because I really enjoyed Captain America. Like really enjoyed his character arc.
0: Yeah, I love Um, him.
2: And I, I like, so there's two parts to it. One, I really like how his arc ended with him with Peggy and you know just living out his life Mm -hmm. but it would also be really cool to see if they both did they both just become like very stagnant and like not doing anything like I find that super hard to believe and so I'd love to see kind of like them both maybe they're still working for S.H.I.E.L.D. or like maybe it's a very like minimalist thing um and maybe there's going to be like a multiverse where they stay as captain america and agent carter and they just like beat the crap out of nazis you know right i would i would love to see something like that which i think we will get some of our fill with the what if series that comes out which i'm still very excited for and i don't know when it comes out um but i know there's one episode that's going to be about if peggy was injected with the the super soldier serum
0: yeah so that would
2: like that show is one of my most anticipated marvel experiments just because it's going to be such like weirdness to it that i'm just so excited for
0: they keep saying summer 2021 and we're almost into july so i I thought
2: that's what they said
0: yeah a lot of people are speculating august for that okay um, you know, because yeah. we are due for the Ms. Marvel show and the Hawkeye show this ca- this calendar year as well. So kind of okay. waiting on on those dates. But yeah, the, the last thing that I actually had on my list was getting more background on like old school Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to know like... How do they have so much vibranium? Like, did it, you know, how did they start the whole Black Panther line? So, getting that a little bit more fleshed out, I think, mm-hmm. would be super interesting. Um, you know, maybe Claw's weird, you know, antagonism with Wakanda and mm-hmm. stuff, or like, or, you know, even the formation of the Dormelage. That would be really cool. I'd love to see cool. Okoye's, like, yeah. maybe background story on how she like trained to like become the leader of the Dormelage, something like that. I mean, I think getting more information for that would be amazing and mm-hmm. I would be on board with watching that show.
2: I feel like it would almost be like Wonder Woman the first the first Wonder Woman, where we kind of see them training and like them becoming like warriors. But then I guess it would probably be more, you know, grounded and not, you know, one person taking on regular armies right yeah that would be so cool like i i've already said it once this podcast wakanda is like untapped potential right now like it's just so mysterious and there's just something about a country that doesn't actually exist to where like the sky's the limit you can literally paint their history however you like Mm -hmm. which i know a lot of comics have but it's it's so awesome to to kind of have that potential so yeah Yeah. Right there with you.
0: And, you know, in this conversation, there's a lot of things that are coming that will explain a lot of side stories or will provide prequel information. So that we kind of stayed away from that as part of our discussion Mm -hmm. today. So, you know, honestly, with that, I think we have a little bit of a a nicely packed episode for our listeners. And, you know, why don't. This is compact. Yeah. This is compact. Um, We're efficient today. Just talked about our business and moved along. (laughs) So if any of our listeners want to write in or let us know about some prequel stories or other side stories that they'd love to know more about in the MCU, please tweet at us at rxp underscore podcast or write in at rxp.podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear... Uh, your requests, and we could also maybe discuss them on a later episode. And with that, I hope everyone has a great day and enjoys Black Widow in the method that they choose.
2: Have a Groot day.
0: Oh, Lord.